it's Jackson, and this is the Jackson If You're Nasty podcast. I am trying to find some nasty stories, and if they're nasty, you can be on my podcast. And today, I have invited uh, James Milner, who is the uh, Virginia Pride director. Yeah. Um, which means you're the man in charge, but you also are the man that gets to see a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised at what goes on behind the scenes of Pride, both planning it and like during the day. It's It's just a series of... I can't believe this happened. I can't believe people did this. I can't believe I have to deal with this problem kind of thing. Um, uh, and then just, you know, how absolutely gross and nasty you get being like outside on Browns Island, setting up, taking down for 18 hours straight. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just the most disgusting you've ever been in your entire life. But I mean, it's a labor of love, but it's it's gross. It gets well, gross. What's amazing is that pride month is coming up and there are going to be some you know very different pride events going on um but a lot of people have missed pride events because obviously the pandemic so uh, we're thinking back to when pride was a thing and i okay so prides take place outside lots of different situations going on lots of scandal but like one of the gross things you were mentioning is like drag queens perform outside right and 90 plus heat <laughs> well, yeah. So drag queens not only perform in in heat, but they have on makeup and costumes and wigs, which just exacerbate the whole thing. Mm-hmm. They probably also had something to drink before they perform too, <laughs> which of course I you know I don't I don't um, begrudge them that at all. But um, yeah, in twenty I think I think it was twenty nineteen. You know, the one of the things that I just remember distinctly is we'd had a it was either a drag queen or a drag king who had just performed but had become overcome by heat on stage and like projectile vomited everywhere (laughs) on stage. And of course, like at Pride Fest, everything on stage is like time. And you'd like, it doesn't matter if somebody's vomited, like the next act has to go like kind of thing. And so like, I had to speak right after this drag queen. And so I'm walking across the stage and all of a sudden like hit the vomit. And it's like, I came so close to falling flat on my back and a big pool of vomit. Um, (laughs) But my shoe was covered in vomit. And you know, and of course that smelled throughout the day. Like it was really, that was disgusting. James. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like if I see it or smell it, it's gonna happen for me as well. Yeah, well, <laughs> so. when you have, when somebody asks you to come help them fish out their cell phone from a porta toilet, that's also really oh, nice, let's nice talk about those. Too. Yeah, those are never interesting, but even more so at Pride. Well, I mean, you know, I I love giving of myself and helping people in our community and doing all this other kind of stuff. But for whatever reason, I guess because maybe I'm in charge of everything, somebody decides that they need my help specifically to come help dig a porta potty, uh, dig a cell phone out of a porta potty um yeah that's um tr- trying to find a tool that does that is also a challenge but. <laughs> you know, okay so why just, you want the phone back after that i have no idea i mean <laughs> the gallery of dirty I mean, pictures on clean, that phone. how do you i mean how do you clean that how do you clean that off you know just like, think about it though the dirty pictures on that phone and now the phone's dirty um no i have some like it's not even a porta potty, so like I'm a flight attendant, like on oh, the weekends, yeah. and there are there have been cases like those bathrooms are gross, they're disgusting. Yeah, but there are people, mostly men, that have spent 10, 15 minutes in there, which by the way, is a long time to be in an airplane bathroom. You did something in there, right? You didn't just go number two. <laughs> like, you also left toilet paper everywhere, so I am going to assume that you had some extra. I can't even understand that. 
Like, I, okay, so I'm not gonna judge anybody that does that, but I'm a flight attendant. I have to go in there and use the restroom. You just did whatever you did in there. Ugh. Gross. I, I may have been one of those people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Is there someone that attractive on the plane you couldn't wait? I I will admit, I have had some fun not by myself in an airplane bathroom before. Really? Whoa, the truth is coming out. (laughs) This is the Jackson If You're Nasty podcast, and we're talking about bathroom, mile high club situation. (laughs) I haven't done anything scandalous on a plane yet. Like, I, I had a Russian hockey team on a flight once. And I would have been totally fine losing my job to one of those. (laughs) But like, I honestly, uh, I just couldn't see, like, I can't even go in the bathroom in there in good conscience because it's just so gross sometimes. I've done a flight to like uh, Dubai or a flight to Tokyo and there's a long flights and people are using that bathroom for 12, 13 hours and they don't clean up. Certain religions, they don't require them to wear with deodorant or stuff like that. So it's very like, I consider myself to be a petri dish of disgustingness. So going to pride, I'm ready. Well, <laughs> like, you know, I used to also work in the service industry. So like one of my, one of my actual funny stories about that is that somebody had gotten, had thrown up in the urinal in the men's room. So really getting vomit out of a urinal in a restroom is also not um, the easiest thing in the you world. You have a lot of throw up stories. People just like to throw up around you. Well, so so I actually have this thing with vomit personally, where if I see somebody vomit, it makes me vomit. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember, like, I remember distinctly when I was a kid and kind like I was in kindergarten, and some kid had gotten sick at the table, like the lunch table down the like down the row from me, and all the teachers were like, "Nobody look, nobody look," and of course I looked, and <laughs> you know, then whatever, and that's when I realized that vomit made me vomit. So. <laughs> All right, James, so you uh, are doing a lot for the community, even still during a really tough time. It's been a year and a half of uh, really no Pride events, and if so, they've been virtual. So your role has kind of transitioned uh, a little bit, but you're still focusing on getting the gay community together. So can you kind of give us some uh, inside information, or not inside, but just some background on what's been happening over the last year for VA, for Virginia Pride or just Prides in general across the country? Yeah, so, um, you know, obviously when this, this pandemic first started in March, I think everybody had the sense that maybe it, wouldn't gonna, it was going to last a couple of weeks or maybe a month or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And I don't think anybody had any idea that now, what, 14, 15 months later, we would still be in the midst of this pandemic or that it would actually be far worse than anything that we anticipated. So... When this happened, because we because Richmond has its Pride Festival in September, we were really like, oh, okay, it'll be fine. We can still have Pride Fest in September. Like, you know, this was what our thinking was in March. And then, as the pandemic continued to, you know, to um, to expand and and you know, obviously wasn't going away, uh, we started to have this realization that oh crap, we're not going to be able to have our Pride Festival. And then. Other cities that celebrate in June, you know, DC, New York, all of them had to cancel their Pride Festival. So they're really, I don't think, that, I actually don't think that there was an in-person Pride event in the continental United States in 2020, mm-hmm. um, which I think is unprecedented since, you know, since, you know, the, the since 1969 or 1970, mm-hmm. so. Which leaves a lot of people <clears throat> who uh, cooped up at home, who may not have come out of the closet, who may not have any out, you know, any place to really outlet to 
to be gay um, at home, stuck. And well, so, and the the other thing that happened with that is, yeah, absolutely, there were there there were folks that. You know, so many folks in our community, um, you know, they're, they're friends or their chosen family. So um, the socialization that they have of that is very important in their mental health, um, if not their physical health. Um, but the other thing that happened is that whether you were an adult or even maybe a, a kid, a, an LGBTQ kid, you were all of a sudden confined in a home or in a space with maybe people that weren't supportive of you. Maybe you hadn't come out to your parents or maybe you had and they weren't supportive of you or maybe you were living with a roommate or a, a, or even a partner that you know your relationship had gone badly but you couldn't you couldn't extricate yourself from those situations. And so I think you know for LGBTQ people um, so many of the issues that we experience you know and the challenges we experience of acceptance and self-love and self and self-worth um, and mental health in our community were just so exacerbated by it so the fact that we couldn't have pride events and we couldn't bring people together and then you add on top of that the <clears throat> the anguish of the um, you know the the social the, the racial justice movement that's mm -hmm. that that's that exploded after the murder of George Floyd um, you know that's you know all of us I think just felt so um, you know so helpless and so powerful powerless <clears throat> In, in those moments. And so one of the things that Virginia Pride tried to do, um, realizing, you know, coming to the realization that we weren't probably going to be able to have a Pride Festival in September, is we sort of, what I, what, I, what I call, we sort of pivoted and said, well, how can we help what's happening in the world right now? Um, and so we, we allocated money um, and we gave money to organizations that were working on racial and social justice issues, funded, um, you know, and we did this not because, we didn't do this like to put our name out there or anything. We just did it because it was, we felt it was the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. we, um, we funded, you know, snacks and water and food for protests. We actually organized an LGBTQ March for Black Lives with, in coalition with a number of other LGBTQ organizations. So we took our organizational skills, we took our resources, we took some money that we had in the bank and decided to like funnel that all into uh, what was happening in the moment because we realized that um, even if we can't have a pride festival, we can still make a difference in our community and that's really what we tried to do. It's the Jackson If You're Nasty podcast, and with me is James Milner, VA Pride's uh, director. And so we just talked about how we couldn't you know, have any in-person gatherings. Things are starting to open up, definitely in certain parts of the country. Um, you know, Pride Month is June, so do you see um, maybe a shift over to some in-person events, maybe even a Pride in September? What, what's your thoughts on that? So, I, you know, I may... may I hope I don't ever come to regret these words, but I, you know, I, I think we are committed to having some sort of in-person pride event come hell or high water. We're going to figure <laughs> out how to do it. I'll be there. Um, it's, I'm it's, vaccinated. It's, it's been, it's been too long. Um, and it's, in it's time. And I think that, um, you know, enough people in our community are getting vaccinated. And I think that the numbers are all trending in the right direction that indicate that hopefully we can gather safely. So we will for sure, um, have some events over the summer. Um, those things are already in the works. Um, mm. the, the biggest challenge with that is the fact that 
there's still so much uncertainty around what we're actually going to be able to do and what we're not going to be able to do that those events are going to come together very quickly. So mm -hmm. I can't sort of, I don't have a calendar that I can say, here's exactly what's happening, when it's happening and what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. um, I do know that we are in communications with the Flying Squirrels to do a Pride movie night um, in the outfield of the Diamond um, in June. We've been in touch with a number of different establishments about holding smaller events, talking with the city of Richmond about how the city can officially recognize Pride Month, um, so in a way that they've not done before. Uh, we have some really cool ideas about how that might happen if they come to fruition, I think is gonna like blow people away, but mm -hmm. I don't know, like I'm hoping that it'll come together. Sending good um, vibes. <laughs> but we, you know, but we do, we have a great relationship with the city of Richmond and the mayor and the mayor's office um, in, you know, in ways that we've never had before. So um, we're hoping that, that the city will be able to officially acknowledge Pride Month in ways that they've not done before. Mm -hmm. um, just so people feel seen and that our community feels, you know, a part of the fabric of the, the broader community. Their rumor is, is that uh, the next year or so it's going to be like the roaring 20s and anything goes and <laughs> so i'm going to need to drink some more right <laughs> well you know i mean anything goes i have lots of stories around that but um yeah so um <laughs> this is james milner the director of va pride <laughs> you heard it yeah, here first um, uh, yeah I, I, yeah a few more a few more glasses of wine here and i might have actually told all those stories uh, we'll have to have you back <laughs> yeah no have, yeah, have me back after like a few glasses of wine lord only knows what i'll say but, um I'm, you know, uh, you know, I am, um, I am certainly no, um, uh, I, I, I'm certainly no um, goody two shoes for sure. <laughs> None of us are. <laughs> we all have it. Um, well, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, did you want to share? Maybe uh, there's going to be a location where people can go on and see when you do have events if they get posted there. If you wouldn't mind telling us where they're, where they're so going to the, be. So the most the the most current information is always going to be posted on our um, Facebook page and our social media, Instagram and Twitter. So. Um, so find Virginia Pride on Facebook. Um, that's uh, our website it needs some work. Um, so <laughs> I would say that, but uh, it's it's uh, we're in the process of redoing that. So, but Facebook is always a great place to find uh, where uh, what's what's happening and what's going on. And we'll have some updates about things like that um, happening soon. So. Awesome. Well, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a great 2021. And thank you, James Milner, director of Virginia Pride. This is the Jackson. If you're nasty podcast, we're gonna get some more nasty going here. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you.